0: What is it about a woman being unapologetic about her dreams and her drive, operating in excellence and having high standards that people find so intimidating? Don't wilt sis, bloom with opulence anyway. Welcome to the Crowned Opulence Podcast with me, Cassandra Alexis. I am a marketing strategist coach, and consultant, and the CEO of Opulent Outcomes Coaching and Consulting, but you can call me your Chief Empowerment Officer. On Sundays, we talk about the hard, messy, embarrassing, yet necessary things that we don't often talk about enough with each other as a Black woman. You know, those things we think we're the only ones experiencing, so we don't share them for fear of being judged just like you would at Sunday brunch with your girls. And yes, the mimosas are included on each episode. I'll let you in on a secret. You're not alone. We are our sister's keeper in the crowned opulent society. Then on Wednesdays, we'll talk business and goal crushing. I'll help you get the outcomes that you desire in life and business by showing you how to silence self-doubt, tune out the naysayers, Optimize your assets, own your opulence, and market your value. Sis, it's your time to be unapologetically opulent, and we're here for you. Let's get to it. Last week, I shared my six-prong approach to building your marketing strategy. Did you know that you can also apply those same six prongs to yourself? Consider this. You are a brand and your brand is you. Technically, that makes you a product. So just as a brand's products are marketed to be consumed, you are also marketed. Have you ever had opinions about people that were either positive or negative based on what someone told you about them? Or have you ever made decisions to be around or not around a person because of how they made you feel? These are the very same ways that we make decisions about the products and services that we purchase. If we get a positive review from a trusted source about say a restaurant, we are more likely to go to it. Likely, if the feedback is negative, we more than likely won't go. I'll give you another example. Have you ever gone to a stylist for the first time without assessing them with one of your girls or before seeing their work firsthand? Probably not. Just like service providers and physical products, our reputation often precedes us. People make opinions about us before meeting us and while engaging with us. I'll walk you through how to apply the same six prongs of building a marketing strategy for yourself. After all, you are a brand. If you are an entrepreneur, you are your business's brand. That is, your person, yourself, is very much tied to your business brand because you are the one running your business. You can't take the you out of your business. Every decision that you make, Relating to your business is based on your personal beliefs. The experiences that your customers and clients have with your business will be very similar to the experiences people have with you. So, without any more delay, let's get right to the six prongs. The first of the six is purpose. As a person, your purpose in life poses the why question to everything that you do. For everything we do, there's always a reason. A why for doing it. Our purpose includes our life goals and objectives, whether long-term or short-term. Like with your business, your life purpose is what motivates you to get out of bed in the morning. It is what keeps you moving forward even when life throws you curveballs. Back in the day, we heard of women going to college to get their MRS degree, meaning they went to school to find a husband. The degree that they obtained was secondary. As such, you may find them in places where they could find the type of man that they wanted as a husband. They may have been more social. Their focus wasn't on the things that would necessarily get them the highest GPA, unless that would have attracted the type of husband that they wanted. Then you had those women who went to college to pursue their career aspirations. They were probably more intentional on taking courses to help them achieve their career goals. They may have been more focused on getting a certain GPA to enable them to get into grad school or qualify them for certain internship programs. Their networking was geared more towards opportunities that aligned to those chosen career fields than meeting their future husbands. That's not to say that they may not have found their husband while they were in college, but that just wasn't their focus. To further illustrate this, a woman whose purpose is family oriented will make different decisions than a woman whose purpose is driven by her career. The woman whose purpose is family driven may take jobs that don't need her to travel often or with a lot of prior notice. She may opt for jobs that allow more flexibility in her time to be close to home. She may opt for jobs that allow her a more flexible schedule. She may choose to work for companies that are closer to her home or that offer other benefits that might align to the needs of her family. A former boss of mine who was a career woman decided to stop traveling as much as she used to because she gave birth to her second child. She felt the need to be closer to her family. When she was given a role that did not align to her purpose, although she took it, she wasn't very happy in this particular role and may not have performed as well as she could have. When she was finally given an assignment that allowed her to be home more, not only was she happier, she also performed so well that she was promoted in a relatively short period of time. Now, a woman whose purpose is more career-focused May prioritize those things that would help her career growth. She may be willing to relocate to get positions that would further her career. She may be willing to work longer hours, travel more often, and not need prior notice to travel. She may spend more time at networking dinners than at home at family dinners. As an entrepreneur, your business structure will very much reflect your life goals. If you have a family-oriented life goal, your business may be aligned more towards things that would allow you to have more family time or are more family-related. For instance, some of my clients that are moms have some aspects of their business related to helping other mothers and have working hours that allow them to spend more time around their kids' schedules. My clients that are more focused on their career have businesses that are not necessarily tied to women that are moms as their ideal client, and you may find that their schedules vary a bit. Neither of them is wrong. It's all about aligning yourself for the life that you desire and staying true to the things that make you happy. There are sacrifices that you will most likely have to make no matter what your purpose in life is. Next, let's talk about people. Who do you surround yourself with? It's true that your network equals your net worth. A few episodes ago, I talked about the importance of building a board of directors beyond your inner circle to help guide the decisions that you make in life that impact your career or business. We are often judged by the company that we keep. Now, I'm not suggesting that you choose your friends based on how people may judge you. Rather, I'm advising you to be aware of how your relationships with a person can impact you and your brand. If you want to be viewed as a premium brand, surrounding yourself with mediocre people and people who don't align with your purpose is not likely to attract the type of opportunities that you desire. It is important to assess the people who have the most access to you. Are they feeding you or are they feeding off of you? Meaning, are they aligned to your purpose and helping you to achieve your goals or are they keeping you away from achieving your purpose? If your answer is the latter, you may want to consider limiting their access to you. As the saying goes, birds of a feather flock together. People whose purpose is tied to health and fitness won't spend most of their time with people who are unbothered about keeping fit. That's not to say that they stop being friends with people who are not health and fitness enthusiasts. Instead, they set boundaries with those people who don't have similar goals as they do. So, that they don't get influenced the wrong way. The third prong is product. This is you. How are you packaged? What impressions do people have after they have interacted with you? What characteristics do people equate to you? A way to measure this depends on how people you know in different capacities would describe you. Do these descriptions align with how you want to be viewed? Analyze where there are gaps and what is needed to close them. Fair or not, the way you present yourself to the outside world impacts your brand. Also assess yourself to determine if you are attracting the right type of people. This is key as an entrepreneur and as an employee, and even in our own personal relationships. When assessing yourself, also look at who you are both inside and out. Sometimes we come packaged in a Tiffany blue box with a perfectly tied white ribbon But on the inside, we are like a product that was on rollback at Walmart. As we all know, there is no product without a price, which leads us to our next prong, price. Yes, ladies, you have a price attached to you. It's up to you to determine your price or value. Are you a premium priced or everyday low priced product? Now, don't get me wrong. This does not mean you are for sale or being bought. Rather, your price determines how people will approach you and engage with you and your brand. In the How Your Experiences Growing Up Influences Who You Become episode, one of my guests talk about a conversation that she had with her daughter's boyfriend. She said to him that he has to have a good job because her daughter has high standards. As a teenager, he knew that whatever he bought to my daughter's guests had to align with her if you wanted to stay in the game. Likewise, if you were looking for a hairstylist, you wouldn't expect to pay for, say, Beyonce's hairstylist the same thing that you would, say, pay for your next door neighbor's hairstylist. This is also why Ivy League schools are placed on a higher tier than non-Ivy League schools. There is this belief that a person who graduated from an Ivy League college is maybe smarter, or has received a better education than someone that graduated from a non-Ivy League college. Often the salaries offered to someone from an Ivy League college with the same credentials are higher than that of someone who didn't go to an Ivy League university. Most times as an entrepreneur, and especially as women, we price our products and services too low. This is virtually pricing ourselves too low as well. Hence, we attract a certain caliber of client that may not align with what we are looking for in our actual clients. When we level up in how we price our businesses, the clients that we attract will align with our goals. The fifth prong is place. This is where you can be found. Where do you hang out? Where do you work? What do you do with the time that you spend? If you are always at the club, as opposed to say being at church, that says something about your personality and who you are. Again. Neither of them is wrong. It's only a matter of ensuring that what you are doing aligns to your purpose and ultimately what you want. I was once told that because I was always posting pictures of me traveling to different countries while I was dating, it may make it difficult for me to attract a guy because a man may perceive that I'm too busy or that I would expect him to be able to do the same. The former wasn't as true. However, the latter was. I traveled because I love to and refuse to stop living my life how I want to live it based on my relationship status. That is something that I desire and a partner. Last but not least is promotion. Just like for a business, promotion is how you communicate and relate with others. What is the message that you are sending? Are you always heard gossiping or are you being positive? What are you promoting? Can people look at your social media page and figure out that you and your bootang are arguing? Are you sharing details of your clients or customers in a way that's not positive? The reality is, whether we like it or not, everything we do or say says something about us, good or bad. The key is not to worry about how people receive it because that is beyond our control. What we can control is making sure that the message we send aligns with our purpose and how we want to be perceived. When we promote ourselves in such a way that aligns with our purpose, we attract the right people, clients, customers, and opportunities. Before we end this episode, remember, you are your brand and your brand is you. Therefore, let everything you do impact your brand in the best way possible. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining this week's conversation on the Crowned Opulence podcast. I hope you heard something that inspired you, made you laugh or simply helped you to feel like you weren't alone in this thing called adulting. If you like the show, leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It would mean so much to me and it helps the show. To continue this conversation, connect with us on the Crowned Opulence IG pages. If you would like to have your favorite mimosa featured as part of the Mimosa of the Week, submit your recipe on crownedopulencepodcast.com. And while you're there, tell me what you would like to talk about on upcoming episodes. Ladies, do something this week to polish another queen's crown. You aren't everyone's glass of champagne and everyone isn't yours. Only those select few are privileged to enjoy you. See you next week.